0: now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. Alright, J Crypto here, guys, once again. And today is a video or podcast, however you're consuming this content. i got something kind of interesting for you. So... First off, I'm going to give you guys all the latest headlines, all the latest news on Bitcoin, because as we know, Bitcoin still has some market dominance, If if you can see what I'm doing here, if you're on the podcast, I'll just tell you, I'm on CoinGecko great site to look at the prices of altcoins or bitcoin and it also shows you the dominance that bitcoin has over the market Now the dominance of bitcoin is back up to around 43.9 percent and what that means is that the uh basically bitcoin kind of you know if bitcoin goes up then a whole host of coins will go up with it if bitcoin goes down then a whole host of coins will go down with it Now, historically, the dominance has been roughly, you know, uh, 40% higher than it is right now. So it's incredible that in this bull market, we're seeing the Bitcoin dominance so low and Ethereum dominance so high. I mean, Ethereum dominance is 17%. And that's very high considering that 43% is taken away by Bitcoin. Uh, With that being said, let's get right into it. So first off... You know, we have Paul Tudor Jones, who's a billionaire, with a B, billionaire. And he calls Bitcoin 100% certain. And he unveils portfolio allocation to Bitcoin, and then he also lets us know what he wants his portfolio allocation to be. So, here in this article, if you're looking, uh, the article says in terms of portfolio allocations jones has deeper conviction in bitcoin saying that he wants five percent allocation in bitcoin now up from his original statement where he said he wants one to two percent allocation and that statement was last year i like bitcoin this is a quote by him i like bitcoin as a portfolio diversifier the only thing i know for certain Is I want to have 5% in gold, 5% in Bitcoin, 5% in cash, 5% in commodities at this point in time. Interesting. Next up we have, uh, oh, oh okay, so real quick headline that I found from one of Altcoin Daily's video. So this is interesting. So basically Tanzania's president is now calling for Bitcoin and crypto adoption. This is becoming quite a trend, considering that Mexico, too, wants to jump on the crypto train as El Salvador legalizes Bitcoin. And this was an article um, from June 9th. Mexico's government official is following the example of neighboring countries as he promotes Bitcoin legalization. So now we have Tanzania and Mexico. But also, here's another article, Panama to present crypto-related bill. In July, following El Salvador's opposition, or following El Salvador, opposition politician Gabriel Silva says he is seeking consensus to make cryptocurrency legal tender, legal tender, a mandatory requirement to accept and trade in Panama. And then the article also states Next month, Panamanian. That's a funny word, right? Panamanian. That's what you call someone from Panama, I guess. A Panamanian. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're from Panama, I love you. That's that's awesome. I'm I'm definitely gonna enjoy if I if I have a I don't know if I have any Panamanian friends, but I'll, I'll definitely say, definitely say that. That's a, that's an awesome term. That's funny. It's like the Tasmanian devil or something. But uh, that's awesome panamanian congressman gabriel silva plans to present a bill that could potentially superhead the adoption of cryptocurrencies as legal tender and create tax incentives for crypto related businesses and then he tweets and it's in panamanian i guess (laughs) maybe it's not yet i've referred to the language that the the tweet is in Um, Maybe it's just Spanish. I'm not really sure what the native language of Panama is. I found El Salvador's project positive, ambitious, interesting, and with good acceptance. That's what Silva said, the Panamanian. Adding that he seeks to adapt the the project to the reality of Panama and constitute a positive competition. In other Bitcoin news, MicroStrategy, you guys are... Most definitely probably heard of this, but this is huge news. Huge news. MicroStrategy plans $1 billion stock offering to buy Bitcoin. MicroStrategy is raising more money to invest in Bitcoin. And they have filed. I don't believe anything has happened yet, but basically they filed to sell uh, a lot of their stock and use that stock for general corporate purposes. So here in the article, it says, MicroStrategy has filed an application for a billion dollar securities offering of its class A common stock, which is in the NASDAQ. MSTR is the ticker. The company will use the money for, quote unquote, general corporate purpose, including the acquisition of Bitcoin. Very interesting. In total, the firm has raised debt and bonds and convertibles to the tune of $2.1 since last year to invest in Bitcoin. They've just been raising money to invest in Bitcoin, guys, and they're still doing it. What does this tell you? What does Michael Saylor know that we don't? What does Michael Saylor know that we do know? Well, for one, institutions and governments seem to be slowly but steadily uh, converting all their money into Bitcoin. <laughs> but... I don't know, I mean that's probably not, you know, a good way to say it. But basically governments are you know, smaller third world countries are maybe this is a trend. What do you guys think? That the smaller third world and you know, I mean Mexico even, is considering making Bitcoin legal tender. So the smaller countries, I don't really know if El Salvador or Panama or Tanzania are third world countries, I wouldn't be able to tell you guys that, maybe if someone is a you know, uh, geographical, political, economical buff, they can let me know in the comments. However, these smaller countries, if you will, are the first, it seems, to make Bitcoin legal tender, or at least want to. Is this a trend that you guys think we're going to start to see more and more of? to break away from being so dependent on bigger current, uh, bigger countries' currencies, like the U.S. dollar for example, which is getting printed due to the uh, economy we have over here. So instead of suffering by being dependent on our dollar, maybe they're going to break away and just say, you know what, Bitcoin is what we're going to do. It's going to be a legal tender and it's going to probably help us uh, have a little bit more independence economically. So that's one thing. Institutions buying Bitcoin has been going on and will still continue to go on. And now Michael Saylor reaffirms his position by liquidating his stock to create more revenue to buy Bitcoin. Already, he's done 2.1 billion and he's turned that to 3.6 billion <laughs> at the current prices with 500 million on the sidelines for additional Bitcoin. Interesting. Very interesting article, guy, uh, guys. Now, next up, we have a project that I love. I've told you guys about. It's a great layer two. I think it's going to be a decentralized layer two option for people that want maybe a more, you know, are fond of Ethereum, but don't want to necessarily go over to Binance Smart Chain. I love Binance Smart Chain, by the way. But I also love Polygon. DeFi staple Kyber is now launching on Polygon. Polygon has attracted many notable DeFi projects in recent months. Next up, Kyber will join the fast-growing network. This is super interesting. Key takeaways, Kyber will launch its Dynamic Market Maker, which is a DMM. And if you don't know what an automatic market maker is or a dynamic market maker is, stay tuned um, to Polygon Network later this month. The team has also announced liquidity mining programs on both Polygon and Ethereum to reward liquidity providers. Kyber joins many other Ethereum-native DeFi projects that have expanded to Polygon in 2021. And then the CEO, the co-founder, excuse me, of Kyber says, Through this partnership, Polygon's vibrant ecosystem will gain access to the highly capital efficient and flexible Kyber dynamic market maker protocol. And we believe that this will ultimately empower more liquidity providers, traders and developers to effectively engage in the world of decentralized finance. All right. So they're basically just saying that by also expanding the Polygon, we're just going to be able to, you know, add to the general adoption of crypto and DeFi. All right, guys, well, that's what we got time for today. I'm gonna do another video. I thought I'd have time for it in this one, but I don't wanna dilute the severity of this next couple articles because two industries are becoming decentralized and they're so big, so massive, one is real estate, and one is weather, and I'm gonna cover both in my next video. All right guys, if you have any suggestions or questions or want me to cover stuff, just drop them in the comments. I have a ton of stuff to cover because of my audience in the past. Currently, I'm sitting at about 150 subscribers. You know, I cover projects that my subscribers like, like beer and buy. I just read out loud their updates. I also cover some stuff that other people have brought to my attention, like polymarkets, which is very interesting very interesting um and then there's general news to keep you guys informed hopefully i'm doing a good job of that and seeing through the fud but occasionally i will do a you know a basic video on something like cosmos or um other major cap coins so please and, and then some meme-ish meme culture stuff like Yama. Shout out to yummy. Yummy's is cool. I still think yummy is a good project. I really do. I'm not saying to go invest, you know, all your money into it, but I do think that, uh, over time this project will do well. And it seems to be one of the, uh, in the meme coin space, something that had the early utility, but you can go watch this video if you really want to find out my thoughts on yummy. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up with a lot of projects I've covered, like the BDEX and B power and B earn and all different stuff, guys, so I'm trying to get to all of it, but I love your ideas, I love your enthusiasm, and my goal is still to get to 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel by July. Don't have much time, but I've been increasing my subscribers, and my goal is to get to a 1,000. I think I can do it, so we'll see if it happens. (laughs) We will see if it happens, guys. All right, so I will talk to you soon. Thanks.